Oh, I saw the picture and it was disturbing. Thankfully, it was bleeped out. Good evening. This is Dr. Zeus. The Dr. Zeus podcast. So, now we know what killed Prince. You know, as for that vault. Come on. I don't think we're intended to hear those songs. Prince is like every great writer. You know, you write some things, they become an idea, and you put them away for a rainy day. So I don't think I want to hear anything that sounds like a rainy day. Oh, what can I say? From a cold to allergies, it is just, it's, you know, what, how did he say it's a jungle out there? So let's talk about this. I did see a clip of Roseanne. I refused to watch it. Thankfully, clips do exist on YouTube of the great, um, what was her mother's name? Beverly, played by Estelle Parsons, who is still alive. She's fucking 90 years old. Looks better than, oh, look, it's Maggie Smith. Speaking of still alive, she looks better than the rest of the cast. Her and Lori Metcalf. So it was good to see that part of the 90s return, you know. And, um, of course, when I think of the 90s, I think of this. Every day. (laughs) Rage Against the Machine, or as my Republican friends like to call it, that evil band that you play... That makes no sense. And Paul Ryan listens to. Paul Ryan does P90X. I shit you not. That's what he admitted. He does P90X too. Obviously he's never listened to the words. He's not listening to those words. He's got that P90X. When I first heard of P90X, I thought it was like some kind of super belt that you attach to your midsection and then you press the button and you do P90X. I didn't realize that it's this weird little cult type of way of working out. For me, working out was about lifting weights and getting on the fucking floor and doing push-ups. Of course, then I learned... Oh, I can put my feet on the ball or a chair and the push-ups will really mean something. My grandfather found out I was doing that. He went, oh my God, you're doing it like a real man. Yeah, I am. I mean, don't let Judy Garland permeating out of the speakers fool you, you know, or me howling with laughter, or even the way I speak sometimes, fool you that I don't know how to do manly fucking things. Of course, he did say to me one time, oh yeah, you don't like football. You don't like sports. Oh, I like sports. Just not the kind that you like. You know, when he comes over to watch football, it's like batting the hatches. And at 88, he's still continuing. I am wait, you know, he'll watch, it's a weird amalgamation. He'll watch Martha Stewart. Him and my grandmother would watch her religiously. They even sucks me into it. 
Martha Stewart's daytime show. Um, and okay, I'm trying to backtrack. The year that I graduated from high school, I figured after four years I had earned a nap. And I basically, you know, just stayed in my own world. And I would wake, well, I would sleep during the day sometimes and wake up at night. It kind of depended on my mood. Um, and I remember watching Martha Stewart living. I don't know why. And, and Rosie O'Donnell, you know. A little of it was, I wouldn't call it depression, because even then I didn't know what it was. I think it was a form of surviving, like, okay, I just went through four years of that. Let's relax. And I did learn to take a nap, because as a kid, I didn't like taking naps. I didn't like taking naps until I was 18. So I was making up for everything. I remember in kindergarten, we had to take naps. And was it naps or shut up time I don't remember it was so long ago my experience of preschool is kind of funny when I tell people about it and they said I was I told them I was only there for one day one day how did your mother survive well after I told her that they turned the fucking hose on me you know they told us that we were going out to a pool there was no pool there may have been one of those old cheap plastic pools and a hose. And I was like, what the heck? And I remember sitting, there was like a swing set. And I said, leave me alone. I want to sit on the swing set. I thought it was weird. And all I remember is during nap time, sitting at the table with one of the teachers talking. That's all I remember. And then I kind of... I wouldn't say I conned my mother because my mother's a lot smarter than that. She was like, okay, fine. She's a teacher. She's like, you know what? You're going to learn the hard way. You're going to learn your words and your numbers. Okay. I don't come from stupid people. I can tell you that. Keeping a secret from them is like, well, keeping a secret that Donald Trump uh, messed around with Stormy. Oh, or the fact that him and Melania don't share a bed. Come on. I think everyone knew that. Look at him. Would you share a bed with that? Oh, my God. You know, it is just one of those times. And, you know, we're going to fucking do this. Let's see. Is he available? This is like... Like, beam me up, fucking Scotty. Is he eating a tuna, tuna sandwich? You know, half the time, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. I'll get a call, you know, oh, I'm at work, I can't talk to you. Oh, but bitch, you can. And then we'll, like, block me. All because I'm at work and I can't take a call. Uh Uh-oh. He's at the Piggly Wiggly. So I guess we're just gonna have to play alone. (sighs) Oh. I said I would talk about everything, huh? Many of you know since these podcasts... These podcasts started... I was going through a really bad time. Where, I cannot say. At home, no. And so these were a form of... uh, Release. I, you know... 
I think I, they put me in these hostile situations where crazy people and, you know, what can I say? That's all I'm going to say. I plead the fifth. And I remember the, it was raining the weekend I started these. That's when I started watching Monk. I never really paid attention to that show. And my sister-in-law and my brother watched it before they had kids. So, but, um, I'm kind of thankful for these fucking podcasts, you know, it makes me feel a little like I am living that dream that I saw in private parts in 1997 with Howard Stern. I've always loved Howard Stern. I, I, you know, yeah, he does some controversial things, but who doesn't, If I could tell you everything that I've done, oh, Lord, we'd be here for six hours. But I ain't got that time. I got to get up in the morning. We're waiting on Twinkle Toes here. Let's try again. This is like going to the DMV and it doesn't amount to anything. Oh. (laughs) So what can I say? You know, I'm not your average bear. I'm not even a bear. I'm not even really hairy. I, I think I'm kind of, you know, I'm half Portuguese. So I think I'm kind of thankful I didn't inherit that part of the family. You know, uh, but uh, others did. I don't even have a fucking five o'clock shadow. Uh, so... <laughs> But uh, it makes for my shaving. I have a little bit of fuzz on my face. Or I wouldn't call it fuzz. It's facial hair, you know. Um, People I correspond with, I sometimes wonder. I correspond with a lot of crazy people. And sometimes it's just like, turn it off. But you know, I'm a glutton for punishment in that aspect. (coughs) So... You know, a lot of them promise me so many things. It's almost like some kind of, I'm going to the, you know, I'm going to the Emerald City, but it's not really the Emerald City. It's some fucked up house out in the middle of nowhere. So that's why I won't do it, you know. It's like Amy Winehouse, what can I say? I loved her. I love the music. You know, but she couldn't help herself. I mean, you know, she... No, she could. I mean, with her, you know, the music was exceptional. It was sad. You didn't go, we know. You won a Grammy for it. And then Natalie Wood... Natalie Wood. Oops. Natalie Cole tries to haterade her. Oh, she didn't deserve to win it. That would have kept her in rehab. Yeah, like you. Come on. I love this song. First time I heard her, I love this song over Rehab, I'll tell you that. I'd never heard anybody like that. It was everything. I I grew up listening to jazz. I listened to Billie Holiday. Um, Sarah Vaughn. You know... It was refreshing at the moment because, you know, what was on the radio at the moment was a whole lot of Shakira. You know, her hips don't lie. 
She's okay. I prefer when she sings in Spanish, let's just say. And then Beyonce, you must not know about me. We know enough about you, especially in 1997. Too much. And then, you know, we had songs like Carrie Underwood. I was never a fan. I don't get it. Jesus, take the wheel. Take it from me. How about we give Chester the wheel? Chester, take it from me. Would have had a different ring to it. Before he cheats. Well, you should have let let him watch uh, Desperate Housewives. Then he wouldn't have cheated. I don't know. I mean, it takes me back to that movie Moonstruck. Olympia Dukakis. She's searching for that answer. And she stumbles upon Danny Aiello. Who is about to marry her daughter. Um, played by Cher. Uh, Loretta Castorini. And um, she says. Why do, why do men chase women? Finally, he says to her, perhaps it's because they fear death. Thank you. Thank you for answering my question. And she's got a, you know, glass of wine in her hand. I mean, of course, she set it down. But I love that. You know, he hit the nail on the head, you know. I don't know. I wouldn't cheat because I have a guilty conscience. Imagine me being married. Yeah, just imagine. You know, I uh, wouldn't keep any secrets, but at the same time, I would like if I did that, I'd just tell myself, "Oh yeah, you know, this kind of happened, and I kind of fell on there, and you know, I mean, it's not gonna suck itself, you know. Come on." So, I wouldn't say I'm a good boy, but I wouldn't even say what I am. What I am is what I am is what you are. Oh, yeah. Isn't that strange? She's married to Paul Simon. Yeah. Edie Burkell. Yeah. Uh, I think they're still married. I know there was some kind of dispute between the two of them. Probably about royalties. You know, or who's the bigger singer. Come on. When you got Paul Simon in the house, it's just you're done. You know, any old schmuck comes over and picks up an acoustic guitar. I'm going to sing a lullaby. Paul Simon picks it up and says, fuck you. The sounds of silence. Come on. That man wrote Mrs. Robinson's theme, okay? You can't top Paul Simon. I mean, there's nobody better. Yeah, you could throw Art Garfunkel in there. But come on, what's Art Garfunkel been doing lately? Or as Janet Jackson would say, what have you done for me lately when I learned to sing in Pro Tools? Yeah. <coughs> Let's see if he finally left the Piggly Wiggly. Alright. So. Damn it. We're gonna do this. Alright. It looks like. Well, the show must go on, you know.
<laughs> I have this really great picture I'm looking at of Howard Stern and Robin Quivers, you know. But right now I feel like Mark Marin. Right before he parted ship. I like Mark Marin. I like that. I think he felt rejected by SNL. That SNL's a big fuck up. I would have tried out for In Living Color. This is, you know, people, I think people lose sight that, you know, before Chappelle's show. There were shows before. There was the Richard Pryor show written by Richard Pryor and Paul motherfucking Mooney. But you know how people are. They don't want to go, they don't want to think about the past. Oh, that didn't exist before me. You know. Oh, really? There was that. I love when I would work with people who are a lot younger than me. And they were just getting into Tupac. Yeah, man. I just got into Tupac. Yeah, I remember. And he was fucking alive. And they're like, don't play, man. How old are you, man? I say, hey, it doesn't matter how old I am. I remember when he was on Saturday Night Special. A short-lived SNL um, tampon run, uh, you know, uh, what's the word for that? Okay, it was a rivalry show Roseanne had against SNL, and she had Tupac and Ice T on there. They're rapping. They were doing some funny skits, <coughs> and it was great. But, you know, they don't remember that because they were just fetuses back then. And in 1996, come on, I was 15. I remember it like it was yesterday. There they were, Tupac, nice tea, getting sexually harassed on television by, um, what's her name? Um, Stifler's mom. You guys remember Stifler's mom? From, uh, I don't gotta find her name. Oh, Jennifer Coolidge. Jennifer fucking Coolidge played Laura, Lauren Hutton. Remember Lauren Hutton? Lauren Hutton used to have this weird late night show. I think everyone watched it. And she does this skit with Tupac and Ice T, and she's like, Yeah, I like to see two of you in a ditch. Yeah, her shirt's off. Shoveling, and I'm in a big red sundress with a big red hose, yeah. Oh, uh, with the big hands on my ass. And then they're like, uh, you know, uh, we're, Tupac and I, Tupac and I, C and I, we're running this thing against, you know, drug violence, gang violence, uh, teen pregnancy, and uh, something else. And she's like, well, I like all three. It's hard to choose which one, you know. And then she keeps going on, and they're like... You know, this is a, I mean, kids are getting crazy. They're having, you know, these teenagers are having sex without a condom. And then Lauren Hutton, Jennifer Coolidge. Mm, God, yes, it feels a lot better without them. And then they're like, crazy, you crazy lady. We getting out of here. Oh, I'm, I hear that. And she's like, oh, God, yeah. And it's funny to watch Tupac get kind of flustered, even though he knows it's a skit. <laughs> You know, Ice-T, this was years before. Wow. I think you all, you know, I think people, that's the funny thing. People forget that Ice-T 
used to rap. You know, they don't they don't think about uh, in the criminal justice. They think about that sexually now. Offenses, oh, they're aware of this. Okay, get to the song. Unit. These are their stories. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Where's Ice T? There he is. Yeah. Hey, he's still got the power. I think people forget that he rapped, especially this generation. Oh, yeah, Ice T's on uh, Law and Order Special Victims Unit. Or the people who forget that LL Cool J used to rap. Oh, yeah. He's in NCIS or something like that. Los Angeles with Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, who used to play fucking Robin and Batman and Robin. <laughs> he was in a weird little movie called Blue Sky with Jessica Lang. Tommy Lee Jones. I almost said Tommy Lee Gifford. <laughs> you know where my head's at. Oh, that was, uh, that was a wild movie. She won an Oscar for that. That movie sat on a fucking shelf for four years after the director died and the movie studio imploded and then it finally got released in 94 and she won an Oscar. Talk about better late than never. Let's see if he's awake. Is that the Piggly Wiggly? Onward to the Piggly Wiggly. I think he's preparing for Barbara Bush's funeral. He told me he was going to wear her pearls. You know, she was wearing knockoff pearls. Talk about frugality right there. That, hey, I'll, I'll give it to her. She was punk rock, you know. I'm sure her her and Kurt Cobain were really got gotten along. You know, he liked to go to thrift stores. So did Barbara Bush. Can you just imagine Kurt Cobain and Barbara Bush? Hey, Barbara. I want to get that hat. It looks very grunge. Well, you know, Kurt... Grunge isn't everything, but in my day, we wore burlap sacks. That sounds so cool. I could put that in my next music video. You know, Kurt, I've been wondering. Smells like Teen Spirit. Why don't you come up with an idea like I have? Smells like bug spray with pearls. You know, Barbara, I'm going to write a song about you called Bitch Likes Pearls. I like it. But I'm not sure George W. will. Oh, he's doing the cocaine again. You know, in my day, Barbara, cocaine, it was a gateway to heroin. Don't let him go down that route. Oh, trust me. George W. is too pussy to even try it. Thank God for that. Well, you know... It's 1994, and I'm worth a million dollars more dead. What can I say? You know, Kurt, I know. I know. Meanwhile, Courtney Love's like, those bitches. But I like Courtney in a way, you know? I mean, she's got a brand. I try to, I, you know... I don't, I don't think people realize, you know, love her or hate her. She 
she knows what people want, you know. And there's this great, if I can find it, clip of her. And she's talking about that. You know, I have no disrespect to people who want to make a brand. And she wants to make a brand, you know. I think some people will see it as, this is it, as, um, oh, wrong one. Oh, these are funny. This is, when these would come on when I was a teenager, that meant it's time to go to bed. It's too late. Don't be lonely. Talk live to your special. No, I don't think so. Wrong person. <laughs> Oh my god, don't be lonely. Don't you be lonely. Yeah. Where is the brand? Okay, I don't know if I can find it. (coughs) Oh, here we go. Thank God. Thank you, God. This is from her two-hour-long behind music. Is it going to play? Don't we just love... Whoa, they're out in the water. Come on. Come on, Courtney. Play. She almost looks like Dolly Parton. (laughs) This clip. I have a brand. My brand is Crazy Bitch. I take a lot of shit and I keep on ticking. This is the Yeah. Did you hear that? What's her brand? She, at least she ha- she knows her brand, you know? I have a brand. My brand is Crazy Bitch. I- Let's play I it again. My brand is Crazy Bitch. I have a brand. My brand is Crazy Bitch. I- Remember what she did to Madonna? I think Madonna was kind of asking for it. So Madonna's like, oh, I'm so edgy. I'm Madonna. And then when Madonna started playing guitar, oh God. She used to make people, make fun of people (coughs) for liking grunge, but you know, she's like a cockroach. She'll step into anything. Come on. Oh. I could make fun of myself, but I'm not going to until the croissant has the final say. Tomorrow's Friday. I'm going to go to sleep. This is Dr. Zeus. If the blog podcast sucked, then tell me. And I'll improve it. And tell some people to fucking call in. Rather than work after hours. This is Dr. Zeus under the covers like Elvira. Unpleasant dreams. And remember. Whoa. If you're watching late night TV, give me a jingle. And bring me some amoxicillin. Save that guy for later. The Dr. Zeus podcast. Don't be lonely. Don't you be lonely tonight. Call me at 1 800 bleep. <laughs>